Please listen carefully. Hey, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Austin Dunn. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hey, Austin. Hey, Lori, how are you? I'm good. So remember back when you were in law school and you did all that alternative dispute resolution? So long ago, but yes, I do remember. I I heard that you were award-winning. Well, I don't like to live in the glory days, but we won a couple competitions. Well, that's good to hear because that (laughs) is the subject of today's podcast. So uh, I'm I'm glad that you're here with me since you are such an award-winning expert on it. (laughs) Right, yeah. Even let's if not it's, oversell that. Even, even if it's not the glory days anymore. Let's, let's see if we can relive, <laughs> relive them a little bit. Let's do it. So on most Virginia Realtors forums, there's a paragraph about non-binding mediation. We get a lot of questions about this particular paragraph, like why is it there? How does it work? Why should some individuals mediate rather than litigate? What is mediation? So today, we want to try and answer some of those questions. Right. So today, we're going to focus on litigation and mediation in the context of the court system, not in the context of realtor associations. As many of you know, Article 17 of the Code of Ethics requires realtors to use our internal arbitration system for contractual disputes and then some certain non-contractual disputes, but those are a topic for another day. Right, so let's start by taking a look at the difference between mediation and litigation. Litigation is the formal legal process of resolving disputes, like lawsuits, between parties. A lawsuit is where one individual brings a claim for losses against another based on their actions or inactions. This process is extremely formal, it can be very expensive, and often will require attorneys. This can take a long time depending on a number of factors. Right. Mediation, on the other hand, though, is a part of a larger group of methods to resolve disputes known as alternative dispute resolution, sometimes called ADR. ADR encompasses any means for disagreeing parties to resolve their disputes short of litigation. So basically anything except going to court. Mediation and arbitration are two of the more well-known types of ADR, but the National Association of Realtors has created another type called the Ombudsman Program. Right, so in 1962, 11.5% of federal cases were disposed of by trial. That means that they were not settled and they were not dismissed for technical reasons. By 2002, that number had fallen to 1.8%, despite an increased number of cases filed. One of the largest factors for this decrease in trials is due to the rise in alternative dispute resolution programs. Some courts will require parties to attempt using ADR before hearing a case in an effort to conserve court resources. Right. And the other part of this is ADR is becoming more popular and even required by some courts because ADR usually allows for a faster and cheaper resolution. Parties don't have to wait for there to be an opening on the court's docket. And any discovery, which is the process of obtaining information from the other side, if it's done, it's generally in a much less formal manner, so it doesn't cost as much. And then there are significantly more certified ADR facilitators than there are judges, so it's just easier to get in front of somebody. Right. In most forms of alternative dispute resolution, there is a trained neutral third party involved in helping the parties reach that resolution. I mean, we're not going to go at it in a closed room and just punch each other until somebody gets an I, answer? I know a lot of the times we would like to, but that's typically not how it works. Okay. So this involvement can range from acting as an intermediary, delivering information between two parties who are too hostile to interact directly, to helping the parties communicate by asking simple questions. In addition to that, ADR is generally seen as a win-win process because the parties can often create solutions that work best for them, and it may not be available in litigation, which is way more formal and rigid. For example, while a dispute may be primarily about money, 
Sometimes an acknowledgement of wrongdoing or an apology will significantly change what one party is looking for. So in light of all this, Virginia Realtors forms now contain a provision requiring parties to attempt mediation prior to filing litigation, with a few exceptions. One of the reasons for this is that we heard from members that clients sometimes wanted to sue them just because the client was angry or upset, not because the client had a legal remedy. So by requiring the parties to first attempt mediation, the hope is that disputes can be resolved faster, cheaper, and easier. So Laura, let's take it to the legal hotline. Let's do it. Why does the form say it's non-binding mediation? What's the point in going to mediation if it's not going to be binding? So while the paragraph is titled non-binding mediation, the mediation can be binding if an agreement is reached. So what we mean when we say non-binding mediation is that the parties aren't required to reach a resolution in the mediation. They're only required to attempt to find a resolution. And if one can't be found, then the parties can go to litigation. On the other hand, if the parties do reach an agreement in that mediation, that agreement will be formalized in what is usually called a mediation resolution agreement. And that's a legally binding contract that both parties sign. Okay. So Austin, what happens if they can't reach a resolution? Okay, under the Virginia Realtors forms, if the parties cannot reach a resolution in mediation, they are free to move on to arbitration, which is generally a more formal ADR process than mediation or litigation, as though the mediation had never occurred. Again, the goal of this paragraph is to have parties attempt to resolve their disputes quickly and with as little cost as possible, not to prevent parties from exercising their legal rights. Laura, what happens if the other side violates that agreement? Well, it's going to be the lawyer's favorite answer of it depends. It depends on what the agreement says. So in general, mediation and arbitration agreements are treated as contracts in and of themselves, which means you would be able to take that person to court to enforce the agreement. And don't worry, unless you included a mediation provision in your mediation resolution agreement, you're not going to have to mediate again over your mediation. You'll just be able to go straight to court. Okay. All right, Austin, who do they use as a mediator if they have to use this provision? Well, the language in the form says that mediation will be performed by a mutually agreeable mediator or mediation service in the area. Most court systems or local governments in Virginia either have mediators or they can provide information on how to obtain a local mediator. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the form member section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thank you. Goodbye. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2018. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons attribution share-like license.